You're listening to Lavender Gaze. Gaze. I think there's a lot more to coming out. There's coming out to your family. There's coming out to friends. There's coming out to coworkers. There's coming out to a room that you walk into. Yeah. There's continuous coming out. Totally. Yeah. What was of all of those things that you mentioned? Family, friends, coworkers. Was there, in your experience, like a really meaningful coming out to other story? Yeah. I mean, I think the first person that I told was one of my best friends and somebody who I have known for a long time. And I do think that the first moment of sharing it with someone other than yourself is a really really big moment Mm. um and it matters a lot I think who you share that moment with Mm. it's really important that you pick the right person pick the right person kind of framework for it pick somebody who yeah like can hold that who can hold that super vulnerable because I think for me you know now if I'm gonna come out to somebody I'm in a place in my life where it's not really a big deal I can just Mm -hmm. like drop a like I went on a date with this girl the other day or some some kind of like casual remark and that is one way to come out to people without doing the like sit down I need to tell you something (laughs) thing but when in the beginning and there's a when there's a lot of emotions involved as well that's a lot of emotions like on your side on your side yeah Yeah. it's it's really really vulnerable it's like and really really scary and so I think that that like first time is is the most yeah like it's the most emotional because it is the most vulnerable and it's the first time you said it out loud yeah or like not that you maybe yeah but like you're saying it to someone to somebody and having them hear it and having them look at you and and nod their head and be like yeah okay yeah and it's like whoa this thing is real yeah and so what that does for you I mean it's an amazing thing but it is also like I mean I just cried a lot you know (laughs) I just cried a lot and it wasn't and I think also too like I still had a lot of doubt and a lot of questions about myself you Mm -hmm. know I think the way that I came out was like um in that instance was like I don't know if this is true but I feel this way and I've been feeling this way for a long time and I haven't told anybody and I just really needed to tell somebody totally it's not, it's definitely not a linear yeah. process. Yeah. And so actually like all I needed in that moment was just somebody to hear me and somebody to mm-hmm. like, just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm here with you. And like made me a cup of tea and yeah. like, just was like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah. And, cool. and if you are somebody who like, if somebody comes out to you in that way and it's really like kind of a big deal for them like also for you to know that like that is a that's a beautiful that can be a really beautiful moment to share with somebody in their life and and just to like really uh allow that to be to to be a beautiful like memory i agree yeah and i i also have to say that like i was very fortunate that i did have somebody in my life who i could with reasonable accuracy assume that they would be really cool yeah and really chill about it like we had had a lot of conversations sort of dancing around the subject of queerness <laughs> that uh literally or figuratively <laughs> both yeah. um <laughs> i was i was in a, i was in a very fortunate uh situation 
because I think if you are in a community where it's a little bit more common to have maybe a conservative worldview or a politicized worldview or a religious worldview or all of these other things where it's gayness is yeah. made to be something that almost. isn't okay. Yeah, stigmatized. And if you're in a community like that, it's going to be harder to find somebody that you can come out to safely. But those people also do exist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and even when they aren't, the you know perfect person to come out to generally like people in your life will hopefully hold some passion I had like a mixed bag for my stories of coming out to to the people in my life like the first person I came out to was my brother and he was so nonchalant he Mm. was like oh cool like awesome like he's like I know you know I'll love you no matter what and I was just like that was so like ridiculously easy yeah how did Um, that feel I Um, cried in my room away from him because it was still it was like like just as you described it made it it was a big deal Mm. to say it to someone and I was like you know wow that just happened I just like admitted this thing yeah to him and it makes it real it made it real and he was just like so chill about it that I felt I did feel very supported even though it wasn't like you know a very emotional type of connection it was just like we're good no matter what kind of response and that was helpful did it feel like a relief in that moment or did it feel scary I think for me it, it it was both it was like a little bit of a relief but it was also like whoa now this thing is real and also it was really scary too it continued to be scary even after I told somebody and I didn't tell another person for a long time really for several months after that well I went on a little campaign and decided to tell all the people yeah (laughs) so it must not have been that scary it was this is my coming out story like predates yours by multiple decades now so I my memory is like not that I mean but I know that I I remember being I remember being like I checked Caleb off the list who else is on the list list to tell right there was like a list of people that mattered to to hear this part of me and the hardest one was my mom yeah it was we were out to lunch Mm. and she basically said you're not gay you're not bi whatever however I framed it she said you're just confused Mm. and Mm. totally invalidated my experience yeah and it that was really hard I remember going out with like my gay friends Mm -hmm. gay boys and like one other lesbian yeah that night and then you know having a this really Mm -hmm. emotional reaction to that because yeah it's hard when people they believed yeah yeah, and and so now I'm like mom you know remember when you didn't think (laughs) 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 and she's like what are you talking about but she she eventually understood she eventually learned like with time that you were it's hard not to notice yeah (laughs) like i say the the fact that i'm just like wrapped in rainbow yeah wrapping paper and i do think that that is true too that there is some element of like even for people who are initially be resistant to you you sharing this part of you if they're somebody who's important enough to you that they'll be in your life for a long time or if you're important enough to them that you will be in each other's lives that they will eventually understand that this isn't going away and this isn't like a small thing that it is like an important thing fundamental part of you yeah my so I have a 
grandmother is still around yeah. in her 90s now. Yeah. And when I came out to her, that was like a whole experience. So I'm like 20, like I'm young-ish yeah. um, and had just had a really bad injury and had to get surgery. I had, I tore my, AC, my ACL playing soccer and my grandmother was like around and she was like, I'll take care of you. And so I get to her house, you know, and she's, and I, first of all, I'm like fucked up. I'm on every drug you can think of just coming off of anesthesia, you know, grandma's taking care yeah. of me. And I had a girlfriend at the time Yeah. and she's, and I'm going to be at grandmother's house for a week. And so my girlfriend at the time, of course, she's like worried about me. She wants to come see me. So day two of grandma's house, she's like in bed with me. And she's like, you know, my, I'm on all the drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm fucked up out of my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm put, she's putting like the little things under my leg and I'm like, Grandma, I just want to let you know that the girl who's coming over tomorrow is my girlfriend. And she goes, oh, honey, I know. And I'm like, no, Grandma, she's like <laughs> yeah. my girlfriend, you know, like, and we had watched Ellen that day. Right? Uh... And so I knew I was like, like Ellen, like I'm like Ellen. And my grandma just lost her shit. And I'm don't give any fucks because I'm high as a oh kite. Oh, my God. <laughs> I take in all the whatever, you know, the shit that's banned now, like oxytocin or oh whatever. Oh, my God. And she just couldn't understand. And then there was this moment, because I'm so fucked up, which is great. It's a blessing in disguise because seeing my grandmother cry if I'm not high on narcotics is would be incredibly oh hard for God. me. I think it yeah. would have really hurt way, obviously, way more. Yeah. It was just so yeah. high. I literally was like looking at her and smiling and I'm like no it's totally fine like I'm okay and she's like but I like in her mind Mm. what she was expressing was that I wouldn't be able to have a normal life Mm -hmm. because I would be deprived of like having this husband which is true and having children that were like biologically ours and having you know this thing that she had experienced like her and my grandfather yeah for her that's what yeah, a life is yeah, especially was, as a woman like yes, you need that you to need have that. that and it was and it fulfilled yeah. her or yeah. at least she says yeah so so she's all upset and I'm just having a good time and on my drugs and yeah. you know I'm in pain and whatever yeah. but I'm like yo grandma like this is a good thing you don't understand like I love it I'm <laughs> oh so God, stoked I and I was just on that. my like that's incredible don't worry and yeah. then it kind of opened her up a little yeah and she said some things to me that I'll never forget. Oh, well, it's too late for me to be gay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, like, I had to take a step back and be like, like Grandma, oh? what? What'd you say, oh? Grandma? Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Oh, um, my God. Yeah. So, so that was interesting. And, like, even, you know, now, I've been, this is so long ago, and I've, she's met my current girlfriend, she's met other girlfriends. And, you know, she's so nice and great. But at the same time, she wants me to be in a hetero relationship and mm. sometimes will tell me that. And mm. it always hurts. Yeah. And like sometimes I'm just like, this is yeah. like someone who means so much to me yeah. and is like a kind grandma. Like you would like the quintessential grandma that you can yeah. like put yeah. together. That is my grandma. Like yeah. does all the things like, yeah. but is a little bit homophobic. Yeah. Towards me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's hurtful. And so, yeah. yeah, there's the generational thing in that situation. Lack of understanding, actually, mm. of like what it means to be gay and what kind of life you can have being, <laughs> being but then, gay. But then, Sam, but then when every time I see my grandma and I'm like going through a breakup or yeah. <laughs> alone or single, she's like, see. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, how's it working out? Oh, my it? God. <laughs> so just, 
out. Fuck, I just need to get... I need to, like, get this oh my God. together so I, I can mean, show grandma. <laughs> but, but, like, grandma also did admit that she's kind of jealous that she's, like... Yeah, because she loves her girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> grandma just loves her girlfriends so much. She does. <laughs> she wishes she had time. <laughs> <laughs> and that that can be a thing, too, actually. The ways that when when people react to you sharing part of yourself in a not so great way Mm -hmm. which is of course indicative of their opinions and their homophobia and 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 they will it's just for you for you the person coming out to remember that that is all their stuff yes and they're gonna try to like put it onto you and it's gonna feel like like it's your stuff and it's not it doesn't belong to you it belongs to them and you get to protect yourself. Their shame belongs to them. Exactly. Um, and it may even be a case where that this person is maybe gay. is Inter- gay yeah, or could has- be could have been gay given the right yeah. um, circumstances in their life or could have wanted to have gay experiences or you know I it's maybe like, everybody's a little gay and they just can't handle the, the little part of them Sam do you agree is that it, is gay the, but like the people who are so yeah like, the most homophobic the most homophobic yes. are suppressing yes gayness yes grandma proved it yes there maybe I, I do mean, think that that is that is very true it's like if there is any part of this and and I, I some of it i think is also personality like i think maybe there are people who like suggesting like if if everybody's kind of on a, a, a scale or a and then that scale is fluid maybe or there's wiggle room and there's some people that just can't handle the fact that there could be a little bit of wiggle room in their sexuality that there could be like a little shard of them yeah. That could be gay, so or could have a gay experience, so or could have us, and they just cannot deal. Yeah, and I think that 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 leads to a lot of a lot of homophobia. Yeah, yeah, as well. Another thing is like how we continuously come out as gay women because it's not really obvious. Like, and I know we touched yeah. on this in like previous episodes, but mm-hmm. like often, like the flamboyant gay man is just kind of announcing at every footstep. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm gay, I'm here. Yeah, like, even if he's not saying it explicitly, like, people are people able know. to read that because there's an idea of yeah. what a man is supposed, a straight man is supposed to act like, and a gay man, they will immediately clock somebody if they're not proving their straight masculinity. Like, the room will immediately be like, yeah, this person's different. Yeah. But when it comes Which to. Which is so, kind of cool, yeah. too, because then you're not like. There's an opportunity in that. Yeah. There's a there are dif- there are difficulties to that too. Oh yeah, I mean because you can't hide from can't the hide. homophobia. Which for me, I don't ever want to hide that I'm a lesbian. Like mm-hmm. I think if I need to, then that's not a place I need to be, or with yeah. people I need to be around. Yeah. And so I'm constantly kind of figuring out ways to come out when I'm walk into a room like on Friday I went to this dinner party in San Francisco I was the only lesbian in the room there's like 10 other people when I walked in I was meeting the host of the party and he was you know explaining all the Iranian Persian dishes and my ex-girlfriend of like you know almost a decade is Persian and so we were like speaking a little Farsi and then he was like oh and he's like and then I told him I was like my partner of almost like a decade as Persian, he was just like, oh, I love you. And like, we had this whole moment. And he then was like, did your partner 
tell you how they lift us up when we're babies to show us that we can have anything in the world and our parents essentially like gold plate everything for us and we're just like have the and I was like no because my partner is a woman and he laughed and he was like oh my god yeah they don't do that for the women and and then I was like oh did you not know that I'm gay you didn't recognize the rainbow tail like as I walked through the door and he was like no so like by then like everyone in the room knew that I was gay which was good actually that's amazing because like later in the evening the woman who's sitting next to me decides to interview me almost on lesbianism which I'm always very happy to like answer any questions around the subject because I'm like this woman is like clearly curious about this lifestyle and asks like very pointed questions around how did you know you're gay maybe could do you think it's possible that I could be gay like and I was like (laughs) yeah yeah definitely (laughs) possible definitely definitely possible (laughs) even though the question yeah yeah yeah, as soon as you ask the question as soon as you like it's funny because she was like sitting directly next to her boyfriend and so it was like navigating this conversation of like wow clearly this woman is very interested in like what it's like to be with a woman and at one point she even says if it doesn't work out with him like under her i really want to try to be with a woman oh my god you absolutely should (laughs) that's incredible but then yeah like leads me to like kind of like what we're doing here yeah yeah totally because i think that is also it's a really difficult place to be to be not quite ready to accept or proclaim an identity which like unfortunately in this world like when you do go into a room and you do go into a dinner party the assumption is going to be that you're straight even if you are presenting very gay and you want people to know you're gay i'm like how do you not know yeah, i'm gay like but there, all the time it's going to be it's going to in order to counteract that like it takes a lot of confidence it takes somebody like to, like who is in a place in their life make a joke about your yeah. rainbow tail or whatever yeah. do you ever humor to come out to a, to yeah. like a group of people humor is a great way to do it if yeah. um if you are in a situation that feels like right, it feels safe. Yeah. Um, you're not worried about, you know, um, like have white many, yeah, major consequences <laughs> to that. Um, it's a great way to like relieve the tension for yourself and for others. I'll make a joke about it. Yeah. And um, let them know, like I'm here in case you want to like, yeah, be recruited. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> evangelizing (laughs) well i think there's something to be said like around announcing it this is the gay agenda everyone Um, (laughs) sort of but like if you think about it like that woman if i hadn't done that like if i just kind of ignored his comment on the lifting the baby but this is why those people are so like they call things the gay agenda and they're scared because as soon as somebody is authentic and open yeah it does allow it opens the door for other people to be authentic and open exactly i can't even tell you like how many times it's happened yeah in a conversation where somebody yeah. weeks months years later will come up to me and yeah. because i was so authentic at a party or yeah. at a dinner and they're like guess what like you have inspired me to go and pursue this gay lifestyle Whoa. and i'm just like how when and it was like they're like you walked in you made out with this girl like it, you know oh probably God. someone i was with and it was like so cool and confident and it made me realize like wait if I'm feeling these things and like I want to do that like why can't I like she just did that yeah these kind of stories like these antidotes of retrospection of like people coming out have happened 
for a long time wow. and so it's like always reinforced yeah me to like yeah want to ra- yeah, wave yeah, yeah. the like hey i'm here ever just just to give your attention like yeah i'm gay yeah <laughs> totally no and it is like i kind of i will say like moving to san francisco like kind of did that for me but mm-hmm. i also will clarify and say that like nothing or no one will like make you gay yeah like what we are talking about is like all of a sudden you see somebody else living their life freely and you realize that you are also you can also be free yeah thank you you for clarifying yes Yes. and you can also um like you don't have to carry the um parameters and the the shame and the the rules and the things that you maybe learned from society or from catholic school or from your parents or like wherever you learn these things from um because i do think there is like a little bit of a narrative of like oh like you know you moved out to california and now Mm -hmm. you're gay and like it's like it made you gay or whatever like you and and that's just yeah (laughs) like and just to oh like yeah people back in the east coast where you're from are like thinking that about you or is that how you're perceiving their yeah yeah I think that that is it for people who don't understand it's like a a narrative that can be easy to because then it like makes it not super real yeah and then they think like everyone out here is gay which we wish like that would be great no unfortunately that's not the case still having to come out at dinner parties (laughs) like all the time and there are way too like there are a lot of people who moved to california and are still very straight okay (laughs) there are a lot of people who moved to san francisco yeah and um, i mean we'd love to recruit them yeah being allowed to be in a space where you can be yourself and and that is to the credit of other people who have been in that space before you who have been themselves mm-hmm. you know totally and that is san francisco that is you at the party being like hey i'm i'm gay yeah. like come talk to me and then this woman being like oh i can share this thing yeah. with you this these thoughts and these feelings and these questions that i've been having yeah. that are actually really vulnerable but i can share them with you the stranger that i just met because you are open and honest and vulnerable and it's amazing yeah it's really cool it feels good i mean like when people share something vulnerable especially yeah yeah be themselves yeah yeah or even you know maybe she does decide to be straight forever or not explore that but it's still like she for a moment yeah yeah was brave enough to like have a conversation yeah yeah with me about it and to also like um because like I think for me when I was um trying to figure myself out like I didn't have um the like it never happened to me where I was in a room and somebody walked (laughs) in and was like hey I'm gay like come ask me questions (laughs) and even if they did I don't know that I would have been brave enough to actually go and and talk to them interesting um but I think um for me like listening to people um talk about their lives like like other artists like yeah people on podcasts like just having people be themselves and talk about it and talk about it openly was super super helpful it was like like I wasn't necessarily sitting next to them asking questions but it kind of felt like that like you you felt you felt heard or understood yeah or like I could recognize in what they were talking about um something that felt relevant and something that I recognized in in myself and some kind of common 
experience. And so to do this podcast is a privilege. It's a gay privilege. It's a gay, it's a real gay privilege because it is, um, hopefully just by speaking, you know, I, I do believe that, that there is, yeah, that there, that there's power in that there's power in sharing yourself and sharing your story um, and expressing and just living your life in an in an open way and I Mm. yeah I hope that anybody listening if you recognize any part of yourself in any of our stories or whatever like you're our people and don't not to minimize that connection that's a real connection and we we feel you and you're our you're our people and and who understand you exactly and even if you are like someone that might be listening to this like you might be that girl at the dinner that's like has a boyfriend but you have this like internal thing um I just want to say like I know our in our last episode we talked about you know how we kind of discovered that we're gay but we missed out and it wasn't like a whole picture of oh yeah yeah, yeah. some of the experiences totally that, that you know Sam and I have both had around just being in in the society like the status quo is that you like a boy and you you know date him and then that's yeah like what you do and we both had those experiences like yeah both sam and i have had boyfriends yeah and that's not to say like, just because you had a boyfriend you might not be gay like, there are plenty of gay women right now with boyfriends oh like probably most so, like it's kind <laughs> of rare like a gold star is kind of rare yeah. okay we do know um, one gold we star. do know one uh, yeah. she's legend but yeah totally and i think there's a way in which like when you are processing part of the processing of coming out to yourself is looking back at your life and looking back at early memories and sort of recontextualizing them and re coming up with a narrative that sort of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, To like where you are now and you're allowed to do that also. Like the question of like, what is even true? Because if I'm putting weight onto this moment in my life and not this moment in my life when I had a crush on a boy or whatever, but I'm putting weight, to this other moment that like would suggest that I'm gay like what is even true anymore and what is you and the yeah. and the point is that it's your life and it's your truth and it is your you are allowed to look back at your life in whatever narrative supports the person that you believe yourself to be feel yourself to be want to be and 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 nobody you don't need to answer to anybody in terms of like you know somebody will be like well you dated that boy and maybe you liked him and what doesn't that mean that and it's like no like you yeah especially the moms out there yeah yeah if any moms of gay forming kids or yeah like know that like that's normal that's normal for most of us like even the gay boys i know had girlfriends like we you just don't like really know yeah you any were condi- different yeah we're conditioned you want to make the people around you happy and comfortable yeah and and like okay sure i'll get a boyfriend that's real pressure and totally. um yeah there are all these ways that being straight is rewarded and being gay is not so oh, yeah um yeah 100 percent. and yeah that that narrative can look a lot messier than i think it and then and then you can once you have gone back mm. and recontextualized and allowed yourself to like have a, a, a narrative that sort of 
leads you to where you are now it can look really simple and linear yeah when you tell it to other yes. people like our stories like our stories yes. from this last episode but the reality is when you're in it it's, it's not messy. simple yeah it's, it's not, messy it's really messy it's messy and, and confusing yeah and i hope that this podcast can be a place where we can help like with some of those messy parts and like kind of make sense of them thanks for listening like follow and subscribe or don't but you should <laughs>